When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. We are here for Chemist Warehouse, heading to Chemist Warehouse for great savings. Now, before we get into the preview, just so everyone knows, it's a bit of a shorter uh, episode today. We'll be finishing in 30 minutes. Uh, I mean, look, got a little bit on. There's a little <laughs> bit going on. A uh, little bit on. A little bit on. So uh, we'll be ending a little bit early, but we won't be leaving you without a deep dive into an origin preview. And that's our game of the round, thanks to Suncorp, building a more resilient Queensland. That's the Suncorp spirit. New South Wales Blues versus Queensland Maroons, 8-10, uh, Adelaide Oval. New South Wales Blues, Trell out, Crichton in, Burton 18th man, three debutants. Uh, Queensland, Walshy, sole debutant, a hooking combination of Harry Grant and Ben Hunt, uh, and a fairly youngish forward pack. How mm. do you see this game playing out, Smithy? Well, look, this is going to be a great first-up match. Uh, I think both teams, uh, they bring in a lot of great form um, from each of the individual players mm. um, from from the footy sides. Uh, look, and it's so important, game one. Mm. Like, you hear a lot of the, the past players talk about it. You hear the, you know, the coaches talk about uh, the importance around game one and, and getting out there and playing your best footy, getting a win, because it just sets you up. It, mm. it, and... and you look over history, you look over the, the series won by you know, either Queensland or New South Wales, more times than not, they've, they've won the first one and then gone on to win this series. Mm. Um, a lot like last year, Queensland win game one in Sydney, mm. get, a, get a heavy loss in Perth, yeah. but then back it up with a great victory um, on home soil in Brizzy. But um, look, this is going to be a great game. I'm, I'm really looking forward to the battle, in particular the battle of the forward pack. Mm. A couple of new faces for New South Wales, yeah. of course, to be the Pangai Jr. He's named to start, so could be a few fireworks. Um, we spoke earlier. I know there's there's no big brawls and punch-ons like there used to be, but, mm. um, you know, the, there's going to be a clash of some, some guys that are in great form playing in the middle. Patrick Carrigan, of course, for Queensland. Yeah. Big Tino coming off last year. Maybe... Maybe New South Wales go after Tino a little bit mm. after that little sort of who brouhaha, brouhaha. With, with Matt Burton. Yeah, maybe they've he's got a bit of a target on his well, head. Well, they did but, say they didn't like the the look of that whole situation. The Blues have said yeah. that. Yeah, and and you know what? That's that's fair enough. But you know, big Tino, he's a big boy. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's, he's a big he's, boy. He's six five, hundred and fifteen kilos. I think he can take care of himself. Yeah. And you know, he's got blokes there to back him up. So mm. I think it's going to be a great game. Um, as I said, can't wait to see that that battle in the middle. But when you look at the class on the on the edges, you mm. know, like the, the halves pairings for, for both footy sides, yeah. Munster and uh, Cherry Evans, of course, for Queensland, <clears throat> Cleary um, and Luai for New South Wales. There's there's so much talent um, across both footy sides. I think we're we're in for a, a really special game. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's I love the fact that the forward packs. You'd probably say equally as good as each other, but very different in the way they play. Yeah. Uh, I, I look at the New South Wales forward pack and I would assume that they've gone, okay, Hass, a lot of offloads in him. 
Paolo, a lot of offloads in him. Tevina Pango Jr., a lot of offloads in him. Mm. We've gone with Api Corosau, quite crafty around the ruck. I'd assume the game plan for New South Wales is, uh, obviously, you, you take the sting out of the game and then a few offloads here and there to try and get some momentum. Mm. And then, obviously, Queensland's game plan, I'd, I'd, can, I'd assume, would be similar to game three, is just heavy, heavy line speed and yeah. just winning the contact. Yeah, well, they're going to have to because, you know, when you look at the way, particularly Penrith play, right? And mm. we've we've touched on this um, not just today, but last last captain's run as well. There's a there's a there's an influence there for a reason. Um, mm. You know, I'm sure Brad Fittler has encouraged, particularly you know, Luai and Cleary um, this week to say, "Hey boys, like let's let's bring that formula that you have at Clubland into this into this game because mm. you're playing alongside, you know, Isaiah Yo, who will touch the ball." He will touch the ball as much as Cleary and, and um, Luai do tonight. Mm. Plus, you got your old mate back in Appy Coruscant. He's mm. over at the West Tigers now, but you know they've got, they've got a great combination that you know they played many years at, at Penrith together. I, I think we'll see a similar style of football that when you're watching Penrith play, um, you know each week in the NRL. I think you'll see a similar style of football in this game tonight. Yeah. Plenty of angle changing, plenty of you know coming back back towards the middle of, of the field, testing out the big ruck forwards for Queensland. Mm. So they're going to have to be on their game tonight defensively. Yeah, I've got no you know, doubts around the way they'll, they'll play, with their foot, play with the football, Queensland. They love running the football. They've got great leg speed. I think you know, that's, that's where Billy Slater has opted for you know, in, in his middle forwards is mm. that they're all very similar where they've they got great mobility. They can run the ball well. Um, you know, they've got great hands as well. So there's... There might be some interchange of passing, mm. um, but defensively is where they need to be sound tonight. Mm. Yeah, you know, when you've got Apicorosau at marker looking for to make inroads in behind the play of the ball, then you've got Cleary and Luai. They love drifting across field, dropping off runners, changing angles, testing. As I said, testing out the big boys. Are they still moving their legs? Are they filling the space? Mm. And, and they'll just try and break Queensland down. And then when those opportunities arise to, to go forward and look for space. Interesting fact about New South Wales, you know, Cleary and Luai, and, and you don't associate these numbers with with halves, particularly in the modern game. Mm. They have 49 runs between them. Wow. The last club game against uh, the Broncos. Yeah, wow. That's I th- interesting. I, yeah, I think, it was, I think Nathan Cleary had 26 or 27. Yeah, 200 plus metres, I think. You know, and, and Luai, you know, he had... You know, sort of, you know, twenty, twenty-two or twenty-three runs. Yeah. So, like that, they're big numbers. Yeah. So there's no, there's no second guessing the way New South Wales are going to play tonight. Those mm. two guys, they're, they're going to be prominent. They're going to be on the football, mm. and they're going to be attacking Queensland's defensive line every opportunity they get. Mm. Do you think that New South Wales are going into the game with a set structure of an exact minute that Hines comes on, or do you think they're going to feel the game out? Oh look, I I think they'll have a plan in place mm. where where they'd like to get Nico Hines on the field. Mm. Um, I don't think they'll they'll just wait until the last minute um, to put him on. I, I don't think so. Mm. I, I, there'll definitely be a, a time in the game where they'll want him to come on and and have some sort of influence, and and a plan where everyone knows when when Nico's on the field. Okay, we, we slightly adjust the way we play because it's an extra half. There's talk about he'll replace. Appy Coruscant, um at dummy half. I don't know whether that will happen. I think he may come on and play as like an extra half in the middle. Mm. He'll play in the middle of the field. Yeah, but I, I think he'll play as an extra half. A lot, very similar to the way he used to at Melbourne Storm. Okay, when he come off the bench. Mm. 
Um, the on, the only risk in that is if you take yourself back to the 2020 grand final mm. where Melbourne Storm looked quite comfortable for the most part of the game until Penrith had their comeback. Yeah. And Craig Bellamy, he couldn't find a an opportunity to get Nico Hines on the field. Mm. He actually sat on the bench for the entire 80 minutes. Yeah, wow. So that who, – who, like no one knows how this game is going to pan out. Yeah. As I said, both coaches will have – some sort of plan or idea in their head when they'd like to make those rotations or interchanges with their players on the bench. But who knows, having a guy like Nico Hines on the bench, I know he's great cover for several different positions, but there may be a case where, you know, depending on the way the game pans out, as I said, he, he may not get on the field. Yeah, it's it, it's a tough position to be in if the game is so tight. Yeah. Api Coruscant is so important. You need a bigger forward to make sure that the the middle is blocked up and and good to go in defence. Mm. Uh, on a Queensland's perspective, I mean, outside looking in, and you would have a much better uh, gauge of this, but there's just Reese Walsh for me personally. Like he could make the game, but also we just yeah. don't know. He could also break it. You just don't know. No, that's right. And and you know that's that that is, you know, part of what makes State of Origin so. Great is because at some stage, some like we all have to make our debut mm. for those that get the opportunity. Yeah, you know, whether it be you know making your debut playing first grade, mm. making your debut playing Origin or Test match football. At some stage, you got to play your first game. Mm. So there's an aspect, there's an element of the unknown around Reese Walsh. All you can base your um, your thoughts on and the way you'd like him to play or you, the way you think he'll play is is his form from club level. Yeah. Now. Leading up to this game, how many people or how many comments did you see around Reese Walsh's performance saying he's got to play Origin? Yeah. Like that, it was everywhere. Oh, yeah. It was, it was a pretty common theme, wasn't yeah. it? So you'd like to think, and, and the way I've seen him prepare this week, um, and I said earlier, I had to do a press conference earlier, Kempi, the best judge of who should be playing one is Queensland's coach, Billy Slater. Huh. He's the best fullback to to pull on a maroon jersey, mm. in in my opinion. Yeah. Okay, in my opinion. I was lucky enough to play alongside him alongside uh, uh, for a long time. So, you know, there's no better person to have there to decide who should be playing one. Reese Walsh has got the nod this time. And I think Billy has been really impressed with his preparation. For a young man, you got to remember, he's only 20. It's crazy. 20. <laughs> and I think even Billy would probably, he, he would say as well, like, Thinking back when Billy Slater was twenty years of age, you know, looking at Reese now, he's probably he's probably ahead of where Billy was at the same age. Mm. You know, he's 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 done some wonderful things at club footy. He's playing well, and that's all you want him to go and do. Mm. Just bring that form to this level. Will he be tested out? Of course, he's going to be tested. Yeah, mm. he's he's a he's a he's a rookie. He's a debutante fullback. He's going to be tested with you know with the with the Aerial kicks from Cleary. He's going to be putting up the torpedo bombs. He's going mm. to be putting up the floater bombs that he's so good at. It's just a matter of Reese backing himself, which he will do that, and the 12 other guys out in the field with him at the time mm. backing him up. It's uh, You're right in regards to is his debut, he's a fullback, but he's also a key cog in the wheel of the victory for the Maroons. So yeah. not only is it a debutant, it's a debutant in a key position. Yeah, that's right. And so it's such an important piece of the puzzle. Is there anywhere that you think – so what's interesting is I would say that the benches are almost identical. Mm. You know, you'd say Arrow is like Martin, Cotter is like Murray, Paolo, Tino. Yep. 
I think the only difference to a degree, because we don't know what Hines is going to do, he could come on and absolutely explode. Absolutely. Incredible player. Yeah. But Grant, we know what we're going to get out of Grant. Yeah. And so that could be a, a yeah, point of difference. I think so. Yeah. Well, it, it could be, mate. Yeah. yeah. It could be. And um, well, from a Queenslander's point of, point of view, I hope, hope it so. is. Um, it certainly worked for the team last year. I thought the combination of, of Hunt and Grant was fantastic. Um, you know, they ended up going away, playing in a World Cup together, representing Australia. That's mm. that's how well they played together. So um, it was a it was a vital piece of uh, Queensland's series victory last year was that one-two punch that, that Harry Grant and uh, Ben Hunt provided for Queensland. That That's the, I guess that's the unknown. And it, it's not something that, that has bogged down, you know, Billy or the, the the team during the week about how's Nico Hines going to be used. Mm. Wherever Nico Hines comes on the field and whatever position he plays, well, we'll just deal with that. Yeah. Um, I, I cannot see. Well, look, put it this way: Nathan Cleary won't be coming from the field. Mm. Jerome Luai won't be coming from the field. And and unless Appy Corusel is um, out on his feet and needs a break, I, I really don't see him coming from the field either. Mm. Now. <laughs> We'll find out. Yeah. We'll find out later on once once the game gets underway. But if all those all things being equal, if they're if they're feeling great and you know, the match is even or even slightly in their favour for the New South Wales Blues, I don't think they get removed from the field. Mm. So I believe Nico will come on and 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 they'll use him as an extra half, and they'll put him somewhere, say in the defensive line, maybe in the middle, or they might put him say on an edge. Yeah. Say four in. Yeah. And they'll move their their edge forward into the middle just for defensive sets. Yeah, okay. But then say, hey, mate, when we got a, when when we're attacking, when we've got the football, go do your thing. Because mm. he's not, he's he doesn't play that style of football that Nathan Cleary plays, where he's quite structured. Mm. Um, he roams, so mm. I think he'll give he'll be given a a, a license to roam. Anywhere. Yeah. We're going to head to a break. After the break, we're going to talk about rising stars thanks to Bailey Ladders.